Mm-hmm. And then off the rip dot podcast is our Instagram. So it's off the rip podcast for both Instagram dots up and then Twitter. What? Yo, it's been another episode, nigga. Y'all can find this shit. Yo, read the description. You'll find where our ads are at, yo. You want to find us, you'll find us, yo. Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's off the rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? What up? What we got going? What's up, Shiz? Yo, what's good? Reem, what's goody? What's up, what's up? Mook? What's good with you? T on T on the ones and twos. What's up, Trev? So uh yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and shout out to the producer who can't be here, Edgar Mutabi. You know what I'm saying? Gotta give him some love, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, we we jumping into WandaVision straight off the bat. All right. The season finale, or actually the title, I think it was called series finale. Yeah. Episode nine. Ah, once again, highlights, hot takes, overall feelings, and then we'll do a rating at the end. Uh, who wants to kick us off? Mm. I mean, I think the fight scenes stood out, stood out to me. I feel like they weren't like typical Marvel kind of fight scenes as, in terms of like the movies wise, but I, I thought they were pretty good for, for what they were building up. You know, having, uh, I, I like the, I like the vision versus vision. That was my favorite. Just kind of, and their banter back and forth, that kind of actually made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, the way that they use logic instead of fighting each other to win. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, that was also often good dialogue from Vision. Um, he has a really good line in Age of Ultron, too, where he, he deduces stuff logically like that as well. Talking about how their very strength uh, breeds challenge and challenge, breeds conflict and conflict breeds chaos. And so uh, it's just cool when he thinks like that and it's to see that out. But yeah, what else? What else? Um, I like the I like the vision versus vision fight, but I like Wanda versus uh, the Agatha fight that was going on as well, because it felt like Ag- Wanda was fighting a losing battle, but seeing how um, Ag- Agatha almost played into her hand, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and just seeing the kids' superpowers on display um, against. Who 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 are they? Who are those people that were just kind of monitoring? Military uh, the, sword. Okay, so like seeing them go up against sword, I thought that was pretty dope overall. So I thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was a lot in there actually. Now that I'm thinking about that, it just reminded yeah. me of, of Monica's scene where she jumps in front of the bullet. Like you kind of you, you really start to see her powers come in. Yeah. Um, there was a lot going on in, in that in the city just in that little time frame. Man, I wanted more from Monica, though. I wanted to see more from that. I agree with that. I wanted to see her throw down for sure. I thought she was going to be the deciding factor in the fight, mm-hmm. you know, because it's pretty even otherwise. And and Marvel has this thing with their movies where the villain is just the bad version of the hero, like same powers and everything. 
So yeah. it's kind of it's it gets a little redundant and annoying to watch. Now I do like, want to. Oh my fault. No, I was just gonna say like Iron Man versus Iron Monger in the first Iron Man, Black Panther versus uh, Killmonger, and he's just another Black Panther pretty much. Uh, Ant Man versus um, whatever that guy is who also shrinks. Like it's like they go up against the same people with the same power. So is, I would, it would be cool to see uh, Monica jump in there and mix it up. Is that one of the reasons? My fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. Move. Uh, yeah. Is that one of the reasons why you dislike this? I'll go into now? my reasons why I thought this was underwhelming okay. right. at the okay. end. I, right. I was underwhelmed by this. <laughs> so I did. I do agree too that I felt like you know I wanted to see her mix it up. But I think. Do you think it's possibly that they don't kind of want to reveal how powerful she may be now? Because I you know how that that yeah. that how you saw the the ending of you know how they ended how they showed that we're gonna have like kind of a new spinoff after it. So I was like, I think they don't want to show, you know, how powerful she is just yet because they want you to, you know, kind of go in with some, you know, some, you know, not being sure about what she can do for her, um, spent this new, um, mission that they're giving her. No, you're absolutely right. And the other thing too, that I have to tell myself and remember, even though it's Disney plus and it's, Disney dollars, which means that it's a high budget. It's still a TV budget. Mm-hmm. So everything that they're doing is not going to look like a Marvel movie, which they spend damn near half a billion on. Um, and also the fact that we have to remember that not everybody's going to watch the TV shows and Marvel's really aimed at their movies. So everything that happens within the TV shows has to be self-contained not too much can happen because that's what's going to happen in the movies where more people watch it or the, or the more casual fan will see it. Yeah. I think that was the thing I noticed after watching like the whole series now and kind of thinking about it is the difference between the movie as opposed to like a series like this. And I think the series idea is cool, but I wouldn't want this to be the new norm for how Marvel does their productions going forward. I definitely prefer just like a, a, a lone stand movie, a two hour movie, whatever for Marvel, as opposed to a series that's spread out, even even if it was more episodes or less episodes. Something about like the stopping and starting, something about feeling like you have to put a certain amount of action or information into each episode. I don't, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I enjoyed it for this, but I wouldn't want that to be the norm going forward. Right, and I do wonder what would have happened if they just released it all at once and we could just take it in all at once. Mm-hmm. whether that would have changed my my viewing of it um uh, stuff like that i would say like stranger things and um umbrella academy those are tv shows on netflix that you can binge but they're very much cinematic they're very much like a movie because it all comes out at once even when there's a cliffhanger it doesn't take you don't have a week to sit and think about theories and who could be here or what could be there it just you jump into the next episode and so there's no time to do all that and create your own world and come up with your own answers. And then, uh, which ultimately leads to a letdown at the end, because it's never going to be what a person thinks. It's, no one could ever guess that. And actually, the, uh, the, uh, the the author, the showrunner, I saw an article on comicbookmovie.com. He just came out and said that he thinks that he, the fans of WandaVision will be let down because he's seen all these theories that are out there. And he's just like, it's not that. 
it's like people are just overthinking and overguessing it. So he's assuming that people are going to come away from the finale let down. But yeah, so I mean, that's part of the reason why I felt uh, uh, underwhelmed by it uh, was I felt manipulated by all the the red herrings and all the elements of the mystery that just kind of just went by the wayside or got dealt with too quickly. Like I felt like they dealt with the fake Pietro way too quickly. Yeah. That could have been a moment where she could have shown her powers more. Um, Wanda? No, Monica, Monica. Rambo. Um, yeah. Was he holding her hostage in that? Exactly. Like, that, it like, didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense know. to me. It didn't make any sense. If she could break out like that at yeah. that moment, why did she even get Because he got situation. like this necklace on or whatever. Yeah. I think Agatha that put like a super, spell on him, right? Super weak to me. But yeah. then like, <laughs> but then she realized like the necklace is there and then she just like pulled it off his neck and he was like, oh, okay. That's the yeah. end of it. Yeah, so hold up. So part of Monica's powers is that she can see things that are from different uh like realms or different dimensions. Uh like yeah, so stands she, out to her. Her name is is Spectrum Spectrum or Photon in the comics. And I think they're going with the Spectrum side, so she can see different energies or I don't really know what her powers are exactly, but she's supposed to be mm-hmm. as powerful as Captain Marvel, who's probably the most powerful Avenger. Right next to Doctor Strange. Well, now next to uh, Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's also what Agatha says. Agatha says, oh, you don't know what you're becoming. You're about to become more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme is Doctor Strange. Mm. I feel like the uh, vision that was living in the that reality got some closure, though, um, within that fight scene where he... Mm. Um, touched the white vision's head and all the guess, stuff with vision was top notch yeah I no that I, that's why i was like i, I was like this i really is, liked all the stuff this shit is dope like the fight scene and, and him figuring shit out i think he came away with some closure as to you know why the fuck he was here or mm-hmm. what happened before you know what i'm saying yeah well and i like that he slipped that little bit in that was like you know we had said goodbye once before and then they were there, you know, in, in New Jersey. So like kind of alluding to the fact that maybe Wanda could use this power again in another circumstance. Um, yeah, absolutely. Needed, you know, right. He alluded to the point. He was like, I was once a voice before without a body, mm-hmm. then a body without whatever. And now I'm something else. So mm-hmm. who's to say this is the end. Right. Which again, is cool. The logic that he uses, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you gotta wonder where where the the colorless uh, vision went. You know what's gonna happen with him. Where the original vision went. Yeah. Right. Mm. But again, I thought the wrap up with Hayward that was too quick. Like oh, she yeah. just crashes into him. Darcy crashes into him, and then that's He's arrested. That. That's it. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, and that was that was weird too because we haven't no... seen like Darcy for a minute too. She just yeah. popped up. <laughs> she popped up for two seconds in the episode and then was gone. Then you think Jimmy Woo's about to call in the big guns and no, he's just calling in the FBI. Yeah. Yep. So I was just like, all right. This, and, and like, I get that it's a TV show, but again, the whole point of making a Marvel Cinematic Universe to me is that you can take these characters from one entity or one property, put them in another. Like if the world is at risk and especially if it's dealing with magic, you really, and I'm sure, I really hope they will because Doctor Strange 2 is coming out. And Wanda's supposed to be in Doctor Strange too. But why isn't Doctor Strange there? 
Mm. How does he not know what's going on? If he's the Sorcerer Supreme, and you're telling me Agatha was like, I sense this place. That's how I got here. So Agatha mm. could sense this place, but Doctor Strange couldn't sense this place. Like, if the whole thing is going down on lockdown, like, where are the rest of the Avengers at? And I'm sure they're going to explain that elsewhere, but that's well, the kind of stuff that bugs me sometimes. But that's also just, like, comics, right? Because it, in theory, ideally, like, all these superheroes and all these, you know, almost like gods should be able to know when these things are happening and be able to get there whenever. But well, for but whatever it does reason, happen in the comics, though. They but do not, cross not, over. Not a, they do cross over, but not consistently. Like, every time there's a fight, you get all No, Avengers but something like people. you mentioned House of M, like, mm-hmm. That is a huge crossover. That's a huge, right. But situations like that don't happen regularly, though. I'm saying most of the time no. they're kind of just in their own little world and maybe one person will come in right. and, and right. kind of you get that crossover. But you you don't get large crossovers like that where you've got, it, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I feel like that's just kind of one of the logic things with the comics and the superhero stuff. Yeah, no, but like, like for another example, like when uh, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier, when... Uh, Hydra is comp- compromising Shield, and it's actually Hydra been been behind it the whole time. It's like, yo, where's Iron Man at? Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me he doesn't know where he doesn't know what's happening, right? At this point, with Shield, the whole government system, mm-hmm. like, yeah. But it's just it's, it's stuff like that. Little holes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and again, about- again, again, I have to highlight again because they didn't let Monica throw down. I'm sick and tired of the black sidekick mm. in marvel like it, it keeps coming up over and over and over again you know Talk again you have roadie and iron man right war machine and iron man you have captain america and falcon and, and some of this is actually this is straight from the comics so this might be an issue with the comics and i can't even put it on the movies this just might be the issue where they just have these white dudes with the the magical negro friend mm. um and so, you know, it might be a bigger issue than that. But, I, you know, comics now, why I'm pointing at the movies is because movies are trying to make a conscious decision to move away from that. Like, you know, by recasting different people with different diversity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you're able to be that conscious on that level, then you got to be able to be conscious about how you're portraying the Black people in your cinematic universe. And, uh, yeah, so... Well, I wish that, I wish I wish they gave Monica a little more agency. To in I don't know if it's to be fair, but to give them some credit is they gave themselves some room to work with that at the end, right? Mm-hmm. When Monica goes into the uh in, into the um movie theater or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and they have that kind of so like they they leave themselves the ability to do it if they will, and how they actually portray it, kind of to your point, will, will be interesting to see. Yeah, but, but even then, she's second fiddle to Captain Marvel. Mm. You know well, in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's who her equivalent is. That's who in her movie. That's who her her mom was a black best friend in that movie. Her mom and Nick Fury in the Captain Marvel movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But it goes back to like when if she does get her own movie, her own series, or whatever, like how they choose to portray it. If they continue to keep that kind of sidekick role as Captain Marvel knew my mom and we work together now, or if she will really have her own. You know, a little spinoff or something like that. That's a lot of that could be a huge difference between if it's connected to Captain Marvel or if it's something completely separate for herself. Yeah, and and also with the new series coming up, um, it's going to be a week of no content from Disney Plus. But next series coming up is going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, and apparently they're supposed to be dealing with 
with uh, hot button issues about race in America with Falcon and Winter Soldier and what does it mean for there to be a black Captain America, which is what I've read. But again, I don't want to, as we've seen with this series, stuff that you read could very not well sure. not be the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the end of the segment for uh, WandaVision. Oh, before we end, um, let me get people's people's uh, ratings of the series. Let me get the series rating. Oh, the episode rating series? and series rating. Yeah. Okay. Episode rating and the series rating. Episode rating, I give it a five. Mm-hmm. Series rating, I'll give it. I'll give it a six and a half. Actually, I'll give it. Yeah, I'll give it a six and a half. Like I, I think it's a show I definitely would watch again, but it's probably not something that I'm like. As soon as I finish, it's like, nah, I want to rewatch this immediately. So that's the reason why I'll give it a you know six and a half. It doesn't have that kind of replayability, replayability to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a series. I'm gonna give it a. Six, six out of seven. Um, but overall, it was just a great, great series. Um, but for this episode, I might have to give it a four, uh, just the way they rushed things. And I thought previously, leading up to this, I thought they were very detailed in terms of just kind of building off of stuff. But for the season finale, I thought it could have been done better. And based off of this conversation today, um, there was just certain ends that I felt like they just kind of tied up loosely. Um, and then Monica, like Monica throughout like her progression in this season, she, she has like, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch the comics, but she has like clearly some, like a phenomenal power. And we caught like snippets of it, especially when she went up against uh, Wanda and like some of the earlier um, episodes, like just the way she combated that. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see more of her and based off of, you know, the issue that Dee brought up of, you know, this helper black, black superpowers, just kind of playing that sidekick piece, um, brought my rating down. I would go with for this episode, um, I'd say a six, cause I didn't have expectations of what it was going to be like. I didn't read reviews or, you know, what people were predicting until after. So the, the episode gets a six and the series gets a six. It was solid. Like, I don't know if I'd watch it again right away, but it was solid. It was what, uh, it was good enough for me to, to, to say that I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that it was a, it was a series about grief and trauma. And I do appreciate that. I appreciate that story that it told. I thought that, I thought they did a great job with that. Again, I love all the vision stuff. Whenever vision's in the show, I enjoyed it. It was like when, he was away and it was more so Wanda and not that Elizabeth Olsen is a bad actress. I think she does a phenomenal job. Same thing with Catherine Zahn or Catherine Hahn who plays um, Agatha. I think both of them are, did a great job acting, but again, just the tropes of seeing same power versus same power. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I really thought it was cheesy when she used the ruins on the, on the wall and she had, she repeated the same exact line. I was like, all right. Okay, that's when it gets into like Deadpool zone, where like Deadpool's making fun of the, making fun of the tropes. Well, Deadpool's funny because it makes fun of superhero movies too, and I was like, all right, Deadpool would totally make fun of this part right here. Um, and I thought that Agatha got bested too quickly, too easily. Uh, like why even explain that she can't use her powers, and with with the why even mention that? 
just oh you can't use your powers that's funny you can't use your powers why well, give your opponent the knowledge to beat you but <laughs> overthinking stuff and um so i really didn't i the episode i, I gave like a four out of seven three out of seven mm-hmm. and then the series came down to like a four or five out out of seven for me and again it's just really difficult westworld ran into this problem as well lost ran into this problem as well when you set up all these different mysteries and then you have to wrap it up and tie it up and you just write yourself into a corner so but yeah so that being said that was wandavision um oh yeah go watch the there's two end credit scenes um so the second one is all the way at the end and i know some of you haven't watched it so i won't spoil that so but yeah, that's that's the end of our segment on WandaVision for today. I can't stay We have movement from the top of the mountain. Ooh. Movement from movement from Olympus, right? Uh we've been saying it's been uh through quarantine, it's been a drought. Uh the goats haven't been dropping music. And now we get uh an EP. A, is it a three pack? We got a three pack from uh Drizzy, Drizzy Drake Rogers. Scary hours two react. Extremely mid if at this point like i've come to terms with is like at this point whatever drake drops is going to be everybody's just going to hype the shit out of it like it doesn't really matter like that it wasn't great music at this point his fan base is like a cult at this point you can't say anything bad like you can't have an opinion about drake's music like that's like an indictment of just this generation pretty much it's just like you can't there's no nuance. You can't even if you like somebody, you can't criticize them. Yeah, I was like, and you can you can ask anybody. I do enjoy Drake's music. I gave Drake credit for Scorpion because I thought his last two albums before that were trash. I've come to really enjoy. Um, what's it, what was before More Life? Nothing was the same. Uh, if if you're reading this, no, what's um, time to be alive? What's that? What's time to be alive? Um, that has hype and views. Views. views I hated at first. I've actually come to to yeah, really use now. I've really come to like enjoy views now. I can listen to it now and enjoy views. More life I still can't enjoy. I listen to free smoke free and then trash. I go to my next yeah. album. Like I, I can't listen to more than free smoke. <laughs> After cool. that is like all that Griggs and that grind Yo, rap this, and stuff. I might, I might all of them, to... you tell all of them to kick hot rocks Yo, and go Yo, back honestly, across the pond. No, no cap. I might listen to uh what's that one song is is it Guile Chester or something like that? Oh, yeah. I might that might be the only other song other than Free Smoke Those that I, my side chip, I like. I like uh, Do Not Disturb on screen crack. You like Do Not Disturb? Do Not Disturb is not bad. Nah, I thought Portland was trash, and then 2K ruined it for me because obviously every <laughs> oh, yeah. time you're in the menu, you're hearing that shit. So like, yo, I yo, hated the song. It's ruining songs for me, bro. 2K. They ruined hype for me. So they ruined hype for me, bro. Like I fucked with hype. Like when I got the demo and they had hype on the demo, it's like, oh, this shit's hot. And then when you actually start playing the game, like a ridiculous amount of time. And you're like, all right, I'm done hearing this. Like, come and see me. Like, I don't want to, after I get smacked by 30 online, I don't want to hear come and see me by party <laughs> next door. I'm already hurt enough. <laughs> Yo, so what y'all think? You think this is certified level boy, like throwaways, like shit that just didn't make so. the album? Yeah, I definitely. So. I mean, we all seen the, he, I think he had to release something because we all had the, the leak. Like the leak was going yeah. around. Yeah, hey, easy. Cool it, cool it before we, you know what I'm saying? I said the leak was going around. You just implicated yourself by saying that. <laughs> I didn't say who sent it or where it was sent to. Anyways, 
Well, that, that goes back deep to a conversation we had a while ago about for Drake, as big as he is, did that get mm. leaked on purpose? Or was that mm. actually someone hacking and getting his stuff and putting it out there? Because big artists, do they really get leaked like that? Or is that part of their, you know, way to get attention? They sent that cease and desist. <laughs> they sent that uh, copyright claim right over. Right I clicked play on that joint. It said DACA. I was like, all right, my bad. I tried. Yo, so you so you think you think Drake just be like, he'd be walking around with the USB and he'd just be like, yo, he just kind of like slide it over to the DJ and be like, yo. Play this. Yo, move. What, what did Drake say? He said, "Oh, uh, if anybody finds my BlackBerry, like that's a uh, he lost his BlackBerry. I know he has a line about if anybody finds oh, it. Oh, like, I did. I do be, remember that too. There'll be a uh, recording, recording artist winners or whatever. Yeah, I remember he said that. Himself. So which out? Yeah, but Drake, man. First of all, first of all, I think this is the first time that I can say handedly. Drake got bodied on a track. I was getting ready to go there. Ah, uh, okay. Body. I've, got a, go there. I've got a few bodied. songs that I think that yeah, Drake bodied. has gotten bodied on. Nah, but low. A lot of it, though. a lot of his early stuff that he did get. He like you can't. I won't count anything up to like. Don't count anything, anything with Lil Wayne. You can't count anything with Lil okay, Wayne. Okay, I was gonna say because Lil Wayne used to body him. Yeah, you can't. Big Sean does Lil have Wayne. a case on blessings. No, no, um, no, on um, what's it called? Um, what's the song he has with two chains in them? All me, oh, all me, or big, big Sean, yeah, he did all me. He might have got all bodied right. by by Big Sean on that, but Drake's verse was great on that, so I can't even knock that from him. He talked about messing with his um, his babysitter. On that song, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and he says, "Uh, cause myself just told myself you're the motherfucking man. You don't need no help. That line is yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. But Big Sean does go in on that. I will say that. Look like, yo, Big Sean been in the gym too, getting ready to beat up Rashawn, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, chill out. You know what? He could beat me up. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yo, hey, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> we might have to pause, pause the recording. Yo, that shit was crazy. So Drake yo, got bodied on two, on both features, though? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I don't think he got bodied. got bodied by a little baby. By and just then Rick, Rick Ross, being the gentleman and the classy act that he is, Whoa. gave him a layup. He lobbed it off the glass for Drake. I mean, Drake freestyled for like four minutes on that one. Exactly. Rick Ross knew what he needed to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't He didn't need to do nothing fancy. He just, yeah. it wasn't money in the grave. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't need to come out and do that. Like, because in, in some instances, it's, it's kind of smart on Rick Ross's end. Because it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to compete. You know? Mm. But little Baby... I'm glad he's sticking to rapping and not hooping. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't that that flow that Drake does at the beginning of the verse. That I think that's trash. why I don't. I think that's why what ruined it for me. That shit was very trash. offbeat. Yeah, Some rappers can rap offbeat, but he he picked it up though once that beat dropped. What's next? I fuck with. I do too, but to I me, it was just an it. intro because it's just like one long chorus repeated twice. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just going to get sick of that song because it's going to be on every mixtape for like the next three months on Instagram. Every time I see an Instagram 
mixtape of some kid hooping, it's going to be with that song. So I'm going to be sick of it. I already know. So I'm trying to enjoy it right now. I try not to listen to it as much because I know when it's, you know, once it gets on every Instagram kid's mixtape, it's, it's a wrap for me then. It's like 2K at this point. But it is hard, though. I'll give them that. But where does I still it fall? Where does it fall? We were having a conversation about Drake projects. Where do you put it? Oh, yeah. Yo, hold on, hold on. Move. You said Trap Soul is better than any Drake. Oh, album. yeah. We're about to go off the rip right here. I said yeah. fact or fiction. Fact yeah, or hold fiction. on. You got to explain no, 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 yourself no. for that one. No, no, no. Because I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you was talking spicy about that. But then I said, I think that might have got misconstrued because I said, well, it might give more life a run for its money, meaning more life was trash. So I would listen to Trap Soul over more life. Trap Soul is easily better than more life. That's just not even a question. But that's what I was saying. But I, you said it's I, giving us it a run for a mo- its money. You're making it seem like more life is up here and we're waiting for Trap Soul to I'm reach just saying, it. Like, it, it. Trap Soul is up here. No, more life I'm is saying, somewhere in my basement down the hall. What I'm saying is like, Back to D's point around Drake fans and stuff, like people will, you know what I'm saying? Like people will put a trash Drake album over over Trap Soul. Yeah, and they're crazy if they do that. That shows that they're just drinking the Drake Kool-Aid at this point. <laughs> like if you if a Drake fan honestly try if like a person who legitimately like who I respect their musical opinion, because mm-hmm. like obviously there's some musical opinions that are horrible. And I'm like, yo, I can't even have a conversation with you. Because you're so fixated on what Drake is. If you try to come up and tell me how good More Life is, right off the rip, like, I'll give you a chance to explain yourself. But, like, at the end of the day, like, your music opinion is trash. If you try to explain to me that that's better than Trap Soul, there's no way. But I was looking at it as a totality. My my opinion was, like, the replayability. And I was, like, talking about, like, the impact that it had. Trap Soul in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I'm thinking of all the Drake albums because like Take Care was, I wasn't really listening. I wasn't huge on Drake at that point. And Take Care, like we said, we've already established is the Weekends album. Now, Nothing Was The Same was when I actually started becoming a Drake fan. So then that's, I wouldn't say becoming a Drake fan. I started to listen to Drake more. Like I always liked Drake's music, but I wasn't going out of my way to listen to it. Because yeah, we're looking at like bottom, bottom to top, I can listen to nothing was the same. Yeah, I think it's better than take care personally. What? what top, bottom, bottom, top? What? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like this is a weird thing to compare as well because it's three songs. Like you compare this to that little yeah, thing this he dropped. Be a at, this like the, you compare this to what he dropped um when Toronto won the championship, right? Um, that shit was that place like, uh, dark lane demo tapes. Yeah. Nah, no, no, that, no, no, it was the two songs with uh Omerta and oh, those, those Money in the Grave. Well, that's what I'm saying though. You compare it to something like that because it's just it's kind of throwaways, like it's just yeah. it's just music that you he had already his, done. Uh, freestyles just, with his accent, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't really compare scary hours <laughs> to something because it's not, it's y'all, not y'all like that Drake? Just that quick question. Y'all, do y'all enjoy that Drake? Which you know, with the, with that, the accent, the accent, the accent Drake? No, not even the Toronto accent. Which that, accent? Because he does a couple the British, accents. British accent Drake. The British, British accent Drake. <laughs> that shit is fucking terrible. Nah, that's, his, that's his thing now, though. He kind of likes Yeah, that. for real, though. The, like a conversation does need to be had about how Drake is a culture vulture. Oh, he, he must have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what Pusha T. Can... And now we go full circle to what Pusha <laughs> T exposed about Drake. <laughs> Bro, no bullshit. Like, I can show you songs that Drake has taken verbatim and gotten in trouble for. We'll, we'll have that conversation another time. I'll bring those examples and, you know, 
Maybe I'll post them on social media. So y'all don't think I'm just making this shit up. So yo, look alive wasn't Drake's song, right? No, that was Project well, Pat. But so that's, that's what like, he does. He takes these young yeah. artists that are coming up. Was that JP? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm talking about his verse was a Project Pat verse. Oh, uh, got you, got you. And yeah. then just like um, Who Do You Love was um rapping but But that's what Drake does. He'll 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 get on the first verse and like kill it. And then like you just don't know who comes after him. Because <laughs> it bumps in clubs <laughs> until people do that research, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, that's been a, a segment for the new Drake, the Aubrey Report. I can't stay for the comments. Alright, well, we, we got another something here. We got some uh, big news in the shoe game. Hold on, I just, I fucking can't stand DJ Khaled and Drake. That little era of Drake and <laughs> DJ Khaled, fucking stand it. It was what one was of the most sickening about? things in the world. The whole more life, uh, the more, more tune. Major keys when they were advertising that heavy. Oh my god, they could all kick hot rods with that. Who, (laughs) if you bought the We the Best slides, you should slap yourself with them. Right? People bought those. Slap Ah! yourself. Slap yourself. Yo, shut up. Hold on. Moving out. Moving out. On your your uh, your little sneaker sale over there. I know you got some more life or something. Yeah, some more life. (laughs) Yeah, best over there. That's all I had to say. I had to, I just had, I hate that era of music. I'm so like Hey, you gotta uh, get it out. You gotta get it out. Wild thoughts, bro. Like he did all he did was take Carlos Santana's beat yo, and put Rihanna on it. Anybody yo, could do that. That plagiarized the shit out of that, bro. And that's party next and party next door wrote it. That's <laughs> not even Bryson and Reed. Hmm. Oh my god. Hey, Sorry, and he didn't give him Carlos no credit. He gave Carlos no credit. And Carlos, no credit. Like, yo, I know that. People don't even know Carlos Santana's. I recognize those songs, DJ Khaled. You can't tell me you came up with that in the studio. Yo, how does motherfuckers like him rise to? I'm just, I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, how do you? He gets all the best artists to be on one album. He was, he just came up in my. I know he came up in Miami, and he was big on it, like doing. Yeah, he was actually legit DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name. Like I guess his original rap, his original DJ name before he had gotten in, um, before 9-11 was like DJ like, <laughs> no, no bullshit. You can look this up. His original rap, and he had like some DJ like some something like crazy like, and then he had to end up changing his name. Osama like been rhyming. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Uh, nah, this shit's gonna bother me because my brother was the one that put me. DJ uh, Hijacker. <laughs> it was something like DJ Terrorist or some shit. <laughs> Yo, get out of here, bro. Trying well, he to rhyme Al Qaeda with I'll kill you on any track. <laughs> Whatever he did, he figured it out. He made it work for him. You can't, you can't disagree. You can't argue. Oh, no, it was a- his original DJ name was A Rabbit Attack. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that, and then gotta, changed it, change, bro. and then changed it after 9 11. I can see why smart that's move. smart marketing. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like you said, Kareem, Kareem, and this goes back to another conversation that we had about Kevin Hart, too. It was like every time I see DJ Khaled, I feel like he's marketing something, he's selling me something. And he came up off of he, he, and again, Snapchat. more credit to him, he figured out how to manipulate Snapchat, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's how that's really where he got his second win from. But again, yeah. everything that came after that just seems so disingenuous to me. It was just like, all right, clearly this is just about the profit, which is fine. Again, which is fine. But to me, when I'm looking more for the artistry and I'm looking more for the integrity and the music, 
then it's just like I lose all interest. He got an endorsement deal with Nike, right, or Jordan? Because anytime I'm on a snap, Jordan, story, yeah, he has he has one with Jordan. <laughs> he, he got and some he gets, shoes. I'm like, he gets, bro. He gets a nice hefty check from Jordan. Yeah, Monfo, I took us on this little segue, but nah, that's cool. Speaking of Nike, rip. speaking of Jordan, yeah. So we got a, a big story earlier last week that um the former VP of uh, Nike North America resigned. Um, and this was due to a story that came out in the Bloomberg uh, earlier in the week about her son, Joe Herbert, who is also the owner of West Coast Streetwear, um, a resale uh, shoe company based in Portland, I want to say. And so this article was about Joe Herbert's company and how he's been able to buy these shoes and resell them and make a business out of it. And after this article came out, uh, you know, some people did their digging, did their snooping and found that there was a connection between uh, West Coast Joe, Joe Herbert and his mother, who is Ann Herbert, the former VP of North American Nike. So people found out that he used his mother's credit card to buy uh, a huge shipment of shoes, reportedly over $100,000 in shoes to then be able to resell them back. And so as people can imagine, if you've ever tried to buy something from the sneakers app, from Nike, you, you understand the pain of not winning the raffle, of not getting your shoes. And so I think for people to see this story and see that this dude has got a direct connection to high up in Nike, and he's buying hundreds and hundreds of shoes, over 100,000 worth, that, that has people feeling a type of way. And this is, yeah, this is not good. This is not good. I got a lot of thoughts on this, Yo. but but when y'all heard this story, what was your first reaction? Because I know, I know is, how I was feeling. My thing is when flexing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. This little this hey, this little privileged bitch had the blueprint, and he fumbled. That's it back. what I thought about. Rashad. I thought <laughs> yeah. about Yo. all the kids that yep. we talked about where we all grown up, right? Yep. I was like, I know this kid. Yep. I know he this had, kid. And this this and let me tell you about this kid, D. You know, let's look at his profile. Privileged yeah. kid, probably doesn't have a lot of friends, so he posts exclusive sneakers wants on to be part of the culture on a social media, friends. yeah, you know, to get friends, right? He wants to be part of the culture. Wants culture to be culture. part of the culture, wants to be down, wants yeah. to have friends. Yep. People think he's weird, but, you know, we'll hang out with him because- No, people think know, he's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go but ahead, we'll hang that. out with him because, you know, he has access to a lot of shit. So we can essentially use him. And, but Kareem, what, digging deep, like deeper into the article, a business insider reached out to him and did a interview with him and he got the talking and they were like, well, pretty much what you said, like, then it was revealed that, oh, well, how are you getting your shoes? Well, I'm using my mom's corporate card and I'm buying shoes. He ain't just buying like two to three, four pairs of shoes. This motherfucker got a Costco's and some storage. (laughs) of just exclusive shoes. Yeah, I mean, there's- then then when he gets to talking, it's like first 48, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, you about to do this time. (laughs) He starts talking and he gives this information to him. And then he says, oh, I just want to retract that. Could we not put the the part of my mom being the VP and and, and that in the the, the write-up? And they're like, uh, we're definitely putting this shit up. <laughs> you said it. You can't go like, retract that it. statement yeah, after that. Can't. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no honor code when it comes to reporting shit. Yeah. What I think between in this in the report, it talks about you know him using the the corporate credit card of his mother's, but also there was reports that I don't know how they would be able to find this, but that he was using discount codes to buy these shoes. 
yeah. which brings well, the real concern of how is he getting these codes or these codes directly from his his mother who at the time was the VP and you know obviously Nike uh, officials or employees probably get some kind of codes or percentages off so like that was a big concern is that he's able to buy a huge surplus amount of shoes in a small amount of time probably using bots or whatever but still he's able to do that because he maybe knows when they're dropping but then he also has discount codes to get them for much cheaper and then resell them back however much you know and, and that's what pisses me off double insider trading triple right. insider trading right like they, they shut down robin hood for shit like that yeah so create creating your own supply and demand and then exactly. creating and then squeezing the consumer for it but like this this little this little shit had photos of i think yeah, it was clearly like a, clearly yeah. entitlement, and mom, enti- entitlement and then his mom said she didn't know about this like yo, and he has on. a whole he has a whole deck of of sneakers sneakers boxes Exclusive lined sneakers. up but you Which had again, no idea this shit was going on. Look, again, and, and everybody, again, brings me to the point. Either you knew about it and you were complicit, which is bad. Right. Or you're so absent-minded that right. you didn't know this was happening, which is bad. I can't have you be right. my vice there's, president. No, there's, there's no opera. absent-minded. There's no yeah. absent-minded. You knew about this going yeah. on. There's absolutely no right. way you, know you could go out and say, oh, it reminds me of uh, Lori Laughlin and, and her getting her kids into college mm. at USC. With, Yo, with bribing, bribing those people. It's just yeah. like again, just the privileged people just getting, getting over, man. Like Men trying to use the excuse. Oh, but either way, I'm saying either way, she has to go from Nike. Either way, either oh, way, yeah. you dice it, slice right. it, you yeah. got to go. Even even if Phil Jackson knew about the shit, it's just like yo, it's a hush hush. Phil shit. Knight, Phil Tw- Knight, Phil Knight, my fault. Phil Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jackson knew what? Yo, no, no, he's somewhere yeah, chilling, yeah, catching strays right, right, right now. Right. From Phil Jackson be like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yo, even if like, you know what I'm saying, Phil Knight knew about the shit and kept it on the low low, like, yo, that conflict of interest or not, like this motherfucker is out here promoting it on Front Street. Well, and it was reported too that she disclosed the, like the, the financials in 2018 about her son's company to Nike. And reportedly mm. there was no issues there. But I feel like once this story comes out and you see how big he's gotten, you see how much he's buying at one point, like the average person is just going to put one, like, you know, one and one together. Say mom's a VP. He's buying a lot of shoes and reselling them and make money off of that. That looks fishy. And so D, you kind of brought it up. She had to resign, you know, which creates a whole nother conversation of why she's allowed to resign. Why is there going to be an investigation into this? Is this Nike and her just talking? Let's just have you step down so we can yeah, kind of get this out of the news. Keep it quiet. Exactly. That's, exactly that's a whole nother that thing of how always... these huge companies deal with this kind of stuff. That's Yo, what that's always cool. happens. Like, I remember over the summer, I don't know if, how familiar you guys are with um, the Phantom Gourmet, which is a pro, uh, it's a restaurant review run out of um, New England area. So that, you know, they'll go to different restaurants and, um, you know, give reviews and stuff. And it's the big marketing for um, small business and everything. So over the summer, the guy that runs the Phantom Gourmet had um, came out and had said, you know, had some... Uh, racist comments on social media and then the phantom gourmet started receiving backlash for it so all they did was they're like oh he's stepping down but what they don't disclose is the fact that he still has stake in the company he's just Mm -hmm. not a face of it anymore so he's still getting paid he's still getting everything that happened before 
just mm-hmm. to kind of keep it on the hush. And then obviously they go all like, oh, we're going to do reviews on more, you know, black um, owned businesses in the area and stuff like that. Yeah. So they kind of just push it off to the side and just, you know, just to try to make everybody happy for the time being. But it really doesn't yeah. make a difference because what's done has already been done. Yeah. I mean, and that's even more recently, too, with um, if y'all watch, you know, I got into Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Chris Harrison, who was like the face of like Bachelor Nation, he came out. And he made some comments, some like racial comments. He said, you know, the woke police and, you know, was antebellum parties really bad in 2018 versus now? And I'm like, nigga, that was only like three years ago, but like, okay. But it came out that he stepped down from the show. But to your point, Mook, like, yeah, this dude probably has like a nice little retirement pension, has stake in the show. So like, it doesn't really hurt him anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's all optics for big companies like this. They they realize most people aren't going to do the research and find out that, you know, a person steps down, but they still got stake. They step down, but they're still involved in the company. So right. it's all about, like, the headline of it. Or even just stepping down and still getting your severance package. Yeah, exactly. yeah right, stepping down. Yeah. Yeah. But, but D, you right up, I'm about to bring you to the forefront, bro, because you say, yo, why is that every single time white people get caught up in some shit, they step down or, you know, they resign, but, mm. you know, when black people do things, you know, they were fired or, you know what I'm saying? Or they were let go, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asked to leave. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Oh, I think about even Jeff Bezos, you know what I'm saying? Just more recently, sidestepping and moving on to his new position. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's something to think about, some food for thought. I can't stay comfort of comments. Breaking news segment. Obviously, when you're hearing this, this news has already happened when it gets to your airway. Broken we are news. breaking it right breaking as we news. speak. Um, it looks like 20 minutes ago around that area, the NBA has decided that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons will miss tonight's All-Star game due to contact tracing. We don't have all the details Breaking as news. of they as of yet. <laughs> as of yet, we don't have the details on you know what's going on, how they con- contracted it, who's been exposed, or whatever the case may be. But we just know as far as, as of uh, this moment, twelve thirty, twelve twenty, whatever we are, uh, they won't be playing tonight. Yo, not for nothing, right? You know, COVID vaccines coming out. You would you would think like professional athletes would be in a specific like not trying to put them above like everybody I'm not sure how to word this but like you know you you would think like if there's a higher demand for sports protect like, your investment have, protect your investment is that what you're trying to say Rashawn? yeah there's millions of dollars behind these people so why not a million dollar protection plan that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm tired of all these contact tracing shit like that. I feel like, especially with the NBA, they, they, they do a, they've been doing a great job with just really responding to the COVID outbreak. Um, but y'all can't, now that we have a vaccine, we can't, we can't get them shots. I mean, let, I mean, if we're going to be, if we're going to talk about this, the vaccine is what? 94%, 94% effective, depending on which one you get. But on top yeah. of that, there's not there's not a requirement to do that there might not be that uh necessity to get that vaccine done right away it could be other other medical reasons why 
And it's COVID, bro. Like you don't know who has COVID. Like they're not in a bubble anymore. They go home. They they go to the the facility. Like they have very strict um, kind of like rules and policies now about when they can enter, when they can't. They have to stay in their car. They get tested three, four times a day. But still, like they're gonna get this shit. Like it shouldn't ever be a surprise at this point that teams are gonna get outbreaks throughout because people have to go home. People have to, you know go to the facility people have to get in the car people have to go grocery shopping like it it's one of those things but i agree i think the nba is doing as good of a job as they can without implementing a bubble without doing something like that but it just sucks when the time it happens like this but i feel like for me it's just it is what it is now like we have to kind of expect some of these things that happen throughout the season now breaking news ben simmons and joelle ob were at Magic City last night. No, hey, that's the next figures. story coming. That's the next story coming. <laughs> Lemon Pepper Lou Williams. Lemon Pepper freestyle. <laughs> yeah, so we got, we got the All-Star game. What time is the game tonight? Is, uh, it's six, is it? Six, seven, six. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with um some predictions for tonight. Let's uh start there. So – um, tonight's uh, all-star game, let's go with who do you think will be tonight's MVP? Ooh. What's the process for picking the MVP? I think who's like a new all-star that's just going to come in and try and get buckets. That's kind of how I look at it. They're trying to like mm-hmm. make a point. Dame's going to be pissed off, so Dame might try and go off. Dame might shoot you know? from like the other end of the court, bro. Right. <laughs> Dame might be trying to say something. I think Kyrie might put on a show. Brad's just been getting buckets. This is a tough one. My surprise pick for tonight, if I had to pick somebody, I'm going with Giannis. Because for some reason, Giannis plays mad hard mm. in the All-Star game. Pause. But yeah. So that's, that's who I'm going to go with. Him or like Zion or some shit. You think Zion's going to get the – you say – It's just going to be alley-oops the whole game. Nobody plays defense. It's just going to be lobs the whole game, and he's just going to be able yeah. to catch – and he's going to do a bunch of dunks, and everybody's going to go crazy and stuff like that. Because I think it's the fan vote for them. Well, they get, like, a part. That that was going to be my next question. Does the fans vote or – I want to see how I much – I think of they have part of it, right? They do, like, been. the vote in the middle of the game, text this number kind of thing, don't they? Yeah. 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 I would say – I would say I'm going to go with either Luca is going to have a big night or I'm going to say uh, D-Book. I'm going to go with those are my two picks for MVP. D-Book's not playing. Is he not playing? Oh. That's how Mike, that's that's why how Mike, Mike oh. Conley got in. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Oh, we got, all right, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. My fault, my fault, my fault. Then I go to Dame. What Dame, about Bradley Dame or Luca? He's playing with Kyrie. He might. He might. He's playing with. Bradley? That's a fair pick. That motherfucker's a walking bucket. I don't he's a bucket. That dude is a bucket. Yeah, but it's he, the all-star be... game. We just want to see dunks, bro. Yo, he's going to be lob uh, central. I want to see half-court like three-point shots. I want to see the fuck you threes. That's what I want to see. That's what you want to see? That's what I want to see. That's what I'm turning on. No bullshit. We talking about dunk contest yet? Nah, nah we haven't. We're going to get there. I want the first possession in game just to be a jump, like tip ball, like LeBron wins or whoever wins a tip. And just catch it, like catch and shoot through. <laughs> just to start the game. Yo, yo. Like just start fire that bitch. Yo. He Dream might be on some stupid shit because he doesn't want to be there. That's what I'm saying, bro. Maybe Braun might be about to fuck around and just win this shit just to prove a point. Okay. 
You could. You could. Who we, who we got in the dunk contest? Tonight? Well, we'll get to that. We'll start with our All-Star Weekend. Our first event would be the Skills Challenge. Our, com- our uh, participants are uh, Vucevic from the Magic, Sabonis from the Pacers, Julius Randle, Chris Paul, Luka Doncic, and somehow Robert Covington. You said so. Rather what? Than the skills I would rather watch. I would rather Roll watch code? paint dry. Nobody <laughs> watch paint dry. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody likes. Why the is Robert Covington in this All Star event? <laughs> Yo, y'all, Robert, y'all might as well just put like you're like yeah, Mike Conley. You playing this too? <laughs> Robert Covington is like the Tobias Harris of Robert. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I put him. <laughs> no bullshit. Robert Covington should try to slide at the end of the bench, see if he gets subbed in since there's people missing the game. Robert like, oh, Covington yeah, show up to the All-Star game in the club and try to holler at a girl, and girls be like, nah, bro. She'd be like, yo, how many years have you been in the league? You have yo, not been close that? to this What's event. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas is slowly becoming a new GOAT, too. He is. Yeah, he, he, needs is. His, he needs his Um, That's one of my favorite – Personalities. They Absolutely. need to start getting him. They need to start getting him to do NBA games. Yeah, like you funny. said, pay per view <laughs> NBA games. Yes, I would be. pay to see. <laughs> pay no to see Joe Gil Gil. talking shit. I would just did one four flat. What are they doing right now? Come on now. <laughs> you ran a play for who? <laughs> yo, they, yo, honestly, they got to get Uncle Snoop on there too, bro. Just that motherfucker is funny. He just watch a game high and just commentate that shit. <laughs> If you if they were if they were smart, that's what he'd be doing for yeah. the All Star game. Yeah. yeah, he'd be commentating. I don't know who's commentating though. They probably have D Wade and his terrible him. takes. And made he made uh my man lose a dunk contest, bro. Yeah, yeah gave Derrick Jones and Derrick <laughs> Jones don't even play with the Heat no more. Like, come on now, like, <laughs> like if about, it was this dunk play- about somebody who's the Tobias Harris of Robert Covington's. So that's Derrick Jones. <laughs> Tobias Harris or Robin Cook. All right, so who do you guys have in this skills challenge? Bro, nobody cares, nigga. I've got it on Robert Covington because he is going to play Yamahard. Sleeper pick. Robert Covington is going to go crazy hard. He's going to be like, Who else is that? You said Chris Paul's in that? Yeah. I might go with Chris. This is also like prior to tip off, so like obviously none of them are going hard because they're actually the game that matters. Except Robert Covington, this is his only chance to shine. He's a plus six hundred in odds. So if you if if you listen to this podcast somehow before this game goes up tonight, put your bread on Robert Covington because he has to be the only person going hard tonight. But but just know it's on wax right now. So if he does win next week, I'm gonna be talking my shit. <laughs> that shit is All right. funny. <laughs> so, you, you got a point. I like the logic behind that. That motherfucker <laughs> about to go all out for like two seconds. <laughs> Our three point contest: mm. Mike Conley, Jalen Brown, Steph Curry, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Yo, why? Why did the Jazz just hurt? get this? Yo, Devin Booker got hurt. Oh, that's yeah. Perfect. They needed somebody to want to do this. He just Yo, signed is- up. What I don't know good. why Jalen Brown is in that. I mean, I know he's Jaylen balling. Jalen Brown's balling. It, yeah, yeah he's balling, but three-point specialist, mm. bro. Because mad, because mad people stepped out. Dame stepped out. You said Jason um, Tatum's in it. Dame's in the All Star game. What does he mean he stepped yeah, out? Jason Tatum, literally Dame, going Dame on right before the game. Dame it's was a warm up. Might as well throw Marcus Smart in there. Nah, he can only do it if he gets the sidestep. Yo, when Marcus Smart is on, he's on. I. 
Yeah, and how often is that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. I, mean, I got stuff. Like, oh, see, no, nah, it would be dope if they bring out former um players for the three point contest too. Yeah, what, Larry Bird, Bird? Like, or, or um Dale Curry, Uncle P, playoff P, the real playoff P. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just bring out some former former players to go against them. And I think, yeah, Dell Curry would be dope too, going up against yeah. the Suns. Robert Ory, Chris Mullen, just to see what it because you know they always say the jump shot's the last thing to go, so. Yeah. See if they still have any uh any uh talent with them. Ray Allen, you could definitely put Ray Allen back oh, shit, out. Yeah. He's probably in shape. Yeah. Paul Pierce. What? Don't don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't say in shape. Don't say in shape and Paul Pierce in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who do y'all got tonight to win the dunk contest? That's easy, Steph. Yeah. He has Steph? the highest odds right now. Who? Who? Steph. Steph. In a dunk contest? Oh, three-point contest. Three-point oh, competition. You said dunk contest. You said dunk contest. <laughs> I was confused. Oh, my fault. I knew <laughs> what you were talking about. I got you. Three, I got right, you. I was like, I was like who, do I? Have a, who do y'all have at the three-point competition? Yeah, I, I guarantee Clay Thompson could come out in street clothes and win against all That's those true. people. With, with, with one ACL? Yeah, with one ACL and one Achilles. Yeah, he'd have to roll there. <laughs> now nah, I gotta go with Steph. I was gonna go with D Buck, but he's out. So Mike Conley doesn't have odds right now. So if you want to put some money on him, <laughs> that's crazy. He doesn't have odds that he's still being in the NBA right now. So yeah. <laughs> My dog, he's like 40 years in and nobody respects the jazz, bro. What's up with that? Is it a yo, Mike yo, Conley thing or is it wrong? the jazz thing? There's, a, there's some jazz reasons thing. for that. Bro, there's you saw my post the other day, like yo, like a legitimate question. Have any of you guys ever used the Utah Jazz willingly in a game of 2K? Never. Like, nah. I, we're not saying, like, three randoms and, like, the Jazz oh, just happened. That's what it definitely like, why, would you ever, why would you ever want to play with Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer, bro? <laughs> like, that's just not a, roll. That's, that's not, Yo, that's not Offense just offense started becoming a thing in, in 2K, like, three years ago. So there's most certainly no reason, like, running sets just became a thing. So there's no reason why you would ever pick the Utah Jazz. Like we go, like oh, I want Matt Kerr and Jerry Sloan's been chilling there for thirty years with the Mormons, man. Yo, didn't Carlos Boozer like fucking paint the top of his head? Baby? Yeah, <laughs> but that was when he left to go play with the Bulls. He wouldn't try that shit in Utah. It was Bro, people forget that Paul Millsap was... started sweating off, started sweating dripping. Off. <laughs> Like, bro, like, no bullshit. Like, there's never been a time where I'm like, damn, dog, the Jazz play tonight? Yeah, I got to catch them. No. No. The Jazz could be undefeated this year, and I still would not give them. I, think, I really think John Stockton is the most disrespected point guard. It's because of the shorts. Yeah. Bro, Matt, people, most people don't even realize John Stockton was on the dream team. Like, yeah. that shows yeah, you, like, true. what kind of respect this team gets. Yeah. Magic. He's the leading assist. He has the most assists in the NBA. And it's never going to be broken. And it's not like be touched. Yeah, it yeah. Be touched. That and steals will never and he be never touched. gets brought up. Never gets brought up. For like well, that's because you, you listen to Twitter heads too much. You listen to NBA Twitter too much. Nah, keep it a buck, though. Like, if the Dream Team played, like, you know, the team, like, four years ago, like, do you really think John Stockton is out here, like, guarding Steph? Hell no. <laughs> Like keeping it being like, would you say like not nah, John? Ninety-five percent of players back then could not guard players today. Like, yeah, but I'm just saying Malone in general, having like, a long day trying to keep up with LeBron. Yeah, but yeah. talk to somebody. And they're the same weight. Like, they're the same height and same weight. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Anybody doing that black ass arm behind the yeah. head right. <laughs> deserves none of my respect. 
Bro, somebody the most said, loved the the said, most loved the jazz ever got was the fact that they were in the movie Celtic Pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, some right. old head said the other day, he said these these NBA players nowadays are soft. I'm like, nigga, you stand in front of a 6'8", 260 dude running full speed. <laughs> See what you do. All right. You guard okay. Kevin Durant. Right. You guard him. You stand in front of him and take that charge. Yeah, even Carl Malone decided to go fishing and start hunting and do all the shit. Besides be a Utah Jazz, Utah Jazz dude, man. Bro, like somebody commented too. Yeah, somebody commented on a post was like, yo, the best player in Utah Jazz history got a 14-year-old girl pregnant. I don't want to hear anything about this. Yeah, he played this yeah, franchise. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. That's disrespectful. That's John. Way, bro. That's disrespectful. <laughs> who, to who? To John. John Stockton. We said Carl Malone, the greatest know, that's player. That's what I'm ever. saying. That's, they're saying he's the best player. I'm saying Carl Malone is also the second all-time leading scorer, and nobody has ever put him in a top ten. Because he played in Utah. <laughs> no, because nobody cared. That's true. Well, that's the point. That's the point. And because he, he did some. Oh yeah, y'all better stuff. put some respect on AK-47, Andre Karolinko. Yeah, I mentioned him. I'm oh, still God. not picking him in 2K. Oh, like, yeah, I think Andre Carolinko and Ronnie Brewer. Like, oh who's, my uh, God. who's in the dunk contest, Mook? Uh, in the dunk contest, that's actually another one. We have Anthony Simmons, Cassius Stanley, and Jesus Obi Toppin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a stat. Cassius Stanley has even played in the NBA game. Bro, no, no. Him nah, he has. He has. He has. He has, he has right? played. But he, he's played in like two. <laughs> but he has scored any points yet? Wait, wait, wait. He has super bounce, though. He, he doesn't even have bounce. a dunk so this bounce. season, Who cares? Bro. His bounce is ridiculous. His bounce is crazy. Don't Don't say he played in two games. That motherfucker sat on the bench. No, he actually got into two games. He got into two games. There you go. Somebody, Somebody check his box score. Yeah, that's how I found rather, out. I'd this rather watch Cade drive. This is the craziest dunk contest I've ever seen. With these I'm going players. with Anthony Simmons just because I remember seeing him in high school. Anthony Simmons. Anthony yeah. Simmons. He has crazy bounce. He, he was for Portland. For Portland. So yeah. when I a few years ago when I went down to the Under Armour tournament, this was his senior year. Well, yeah. his post grad senior year, because like literally like two months after that he got drafted, because he was like one of those rare cases because he reclassed in high school. Oh, yeah. And he did a fifth year of high school, so he was eligible to go on the draft. Uh, I got Cassius. I've I, I seen the videos enough go, to I'm know. I'm going to go with the Duke lineage. I'm going to go with Cassius Stanley. But that's just Duke. crazy. It's crazy, crazy that they called him up, bro, for the dunk. <laughs> just for the dunk contest, yeah. They needed it's somebody. Him, it yeah. was, they was, they was begging Zion to be in it. Yeah. We need these Zion bucks. Nah, he, they got – he got too much bread on the line. There's no incentive for top dunkers to do the dunk contest anymore. It's yeah, that's not, why Jeremy Evans wins dunk in, contest. In, right. in any hope Another Utah had, Jazz. Any hope, that, yeah, <laughs> any hope that they had, Dwayne Wade flushed it down the toilet. Right, because they're – yeah. Well, and that's always going to happen. They're always going to yeah. blame the judges, but you're right, D. Like, yeah. it's, it's and also when – what's the name lost the dunk contest? When Aaron Gordon lost that dunk contest? Aaron Gordon got robbed. Twice. Yeah. Twice, yeah, yeah, because they were like, Yo, let's keep dunking. Like, yo, nobody has that many dunks. And Zach Levine did the same dunk the last 10 minutes. Same three and you guys keep getting it, right? You just kept dunking from the free throw line. Like, oh, congratulations, yeah. we get it. He can dunk from there. Can you do anything else? Right. Right. My man Aaron Gordon jumped over, dude, on a hoverboard. And that was the craziest dunk I've ever seen in my spinning. life <laughs> while he was, was spinning, crazy. bro. And they said, Nah, that's nah, 
Blake Griffin ate off of that for a decade, bro. Yo, a like, decade. He ate off of that dunk contest, bro. And oh, Blake Griffin's actually solid, man. Like Blake jumped over a, a, a Nate Kia. Robinson was eating no, off dunk no, no, contests. No, 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 no. If you look at the video, he didn't jump over the key. He, he jumped, jumped over like, the hood of a Kia, bro. No, no he, he didn't. He, he stood well, they on gave it. Blake, they gave Blake Griffin like MVP commercials, like MVP Yo, level commercial. Like he was He's out got here, a great personality. Here. Yeah, but Nate Robinson yes. got invited to All Star Weekend for the last thirty years because of a dunk contest he won. Thanks. Like he also won like Which one of the Andre worst. Got, if we real about that, Andre Iguodala should have won that one too. He should have. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gave it to Nate Robinson because he's five nine. Yeah, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. And then they yeah. wanted to dunk on eleven foot rims. They realized Nate Robinson wouldn't be able to dunk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, well, I guess we can't do that. That was a weird error in the dunk contest. It was like when that dunk contest like. Anything ass. highlighting Dwight Howard is is a weird era. So yeah, <laughs> he won a dunk contest, but I didn't even dunk Superman. <laughs> he dunked on a dunked on a twelve foot like hoop. Like no, bro, he got Superman. No, he threw the ball jumped in. from the free throw line off two feet and threw it. Yeah, As which was pretty impressive was until like, you realize he didn't ball. actually dunk it. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, yeah. Well, we gonna see. We have to see what this uh, All Star game looks like. They're doing the the Kobe, like not the Kobe, mm-hmm. but that uh, that tribute. The fourth quarter goes to twenty four points, pass whatever oh, okay. the score is, right? That like target mm-hmm. score thing. Okay, I that's think. dope. Are they still like doing it. the twenty four jerseys, or whatever? I don't oh, know. No, I about it. I've seen those All Star jerseys. Them shits look ass. Let's see if they're actually as let's see if they actually as as bad as they posted on social media. I'm I'm hoping they don't look that bad. <laughs> Because they still have, like, the Indiana uniforms that they were supposed to originally have because that's where the All-Star game was supposed to be. Uh, but now it just looks stupid because, obviously, the All-Star game's in Atlanta. You just have to scrap the whole idea and just do New Jerseys. But right. They got reversibles, man. No, nah, them shits look like T-shirts. <laughs> them shits look yeah. like Community League jerseys. <laughs> well, whose final picks? Who's, whose team's going to win? Team LeBron or Team KD? Team LeBron. I got Team LeBron. I hated LeBron's picks, but now that I look at it, I was like, yeah. Now that it's yeah, – I keep forgetting that Kevin Durant's not playing in this game. Mm. So I still was picturing Kevin Durant being on this team. But now it's just like Kyrie and, you know, Kyrie's just going to hunt and shit. He's going to walk around with the sage. Yeah, he might do that shit before the game. <laughs> I wonder how him and Tatum are going to – well, I mean, they're still cool. They're cool. Yeah. That's all media stuff, Mook. Yeah, don't don't read into is, it. You're right. You're yeah, right. They're good. Yeah, Tatum happy, Kyrie gone. You can take as many sidestep <laughs> jump shots bro. as he wants. He chucking. <laughs> as many sidestep jimmies as he wants. So, oh, but one thing I do want to discuss is, I don't know when the the break is coming up. I mean, uh, the trade deadline's coming up. But do we have any predictions for the trade deadline? Oh, Ooh, we we should do that. I want to I want to get some time to look at some trade some some trade targets. We should make that a topic next week. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we definitely can look at that because I've seen a few. You know, as it's a Celtics fan, in Detroit, right? Aren't they, they? Oh yeah, it's a fire sale. Man, in Detroit. Listen, all this trade talk <laughs> they're is selling just the like, city of Detroit at this <laughs> point, <laughs> bro. We been the, the city been for sale. If you if yo, that's yo, new, yo, if come, that's come new news to you, my man Dan Gilbert's been buying up Detroit for like three years now. But he's anyway, trying to move the, the Cavs remote all site. Talk, all this trade talk is just like when it goes to watching all them theories and mm. all them Easter egg videos on WandaVision, man. It's just like getting you hyped for nothing, bro. You right. Know? You're right. Yeah, so just give us Jerry and Grant. Take like a, a second why round would pick. You even, and... Why would you even want another 
another four. Because he can play the four. He can play the four. He can actually play the four. Yeah. Like legitimately. And he plays defense. Like, bro, he's perfect for us when we play against New Jersey. Perfect. I mean, not Brooklyn, New Jersey. But I'm going to say New Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) He can go. Well, I mean, obviously nobody can guard Kevin Durant, but he can at least make it tougher than. Tony Allen can guard Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's true. It's the That's one person. It's the one person. So let's make a call. And, like, Chris, and Chris Paul. And Chris Paul when he wants to, but he's too young. And Patrick Beverly for two games. Nah, I was just playing. Patrick Beverly can't guard that man. <laughs> nah, the only person that Tony Allen's the only person. Yeah. Tony Allen's the only person. It's not like LeBron where they come up with a LeBron stopper every time he steps on the court for every team. <laughs> It's the most overrated phrase. Every ever. every team has a LeBron stopper. For <laughs> I totally Yo, we almost made it through. Damn. Damari Carroll. Him, they used Damari Carroll as LeBron stopper. I was like, <laughs> that's when I was like, right, this has gone way too far. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Damari. Uh, what's the other dude who looked like Damari Carroll on the side? Jay Crowder. Oh my god! Oh, Remember when Jay Crowder got Crowder. smacked by J.R. Smith? <laughs> yeah. Like poofed, backhanded. Yo, <laughs> Jay Crowder Utah told too, me right? buckled. He played with the Suns now. He oh, played okay. with Utah and then got mad because no, no, that, he no, got he mad in Miami. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wasn't my. He's been a journeyman. He's been everywhere. He played with Cleveland for a minute. That's what happens to these LeBron stoppers, bro. (laughs) Is Damari Carroll still in the league? Then they stop for a short time and then they go on. Carroll might have been on the Nets at one point just recently. And then PJ Tucker was another LeBron stopper when he was in Toronto. That didn't last very long. Yeah, that's why they called it LeBronto. Then PJ Tucker was supposed to be the AD stopper. Yeah, PJ, PJ got some tough tasks, bro. They be putting a lot on that. No man. bullshit. That was like, yo, PJ, we need five. you to guard LeBron and and, and, then comes, and then here comes Perkins saying that he's the best corner three point shooter ever in the league. Statistically, PJ nah, it, was, like, it was it was Draymond. It was Draymond. Oh, Draymond. PJ Tucker's like, please, please don't put that on me, yo. Statistically, <laughs> he was at the time though. Man, listen. Yeah, but Iggy was a LeBron stopper too. He won an MVP for being the LeBron stopper. A LeBron stopper that led up like 39 and LeBron 10, had the like. best historical statistics ever in the NBA that year. <laughs> and they were like, damn, and we got to like, reward him. For, we got to give him a participation him trophy. <laughs> My man. You did really well. Here you go. <laughs> best stat leader in every statistical category for both teams. Oh, it man. was like, dog, we really should just give it to LeBron. Shit, like who guarded? <laughs> yeah, they, they I guess they did something. He, he didn't have 70, right? <laughs> they slowed him down just enough. Mm-hmm. But man, well, that seems like another episode of Off the Rip. Yo, where can the good people find us? You can find us at our social media handles. Uh, we are at off the rip underscore podcast on Instagram. Yeah, oh no, off the rip dot podcast. Who almost made it through? <laughs> <laughs> I get them confused. Nah, I get them confused too. And that's why I, that's why on... I, that's why I passed it to you. <laughs> so so social so our social media oh, handles, off the off. rip underscore pod is our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then off the rip dot podcast is our Instagram. So it's off the rip podcast for both Instagram dots up and then Twitter. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just confused the shit out of me, bro. Yo, it's been another episode, nigga. Y'all can find this shit, yo. Read the description. You'll find where our ads are at, yo. You want to find us, you'll yo, find what? us, yo. Subscribe to this shit. Download this shit. Follow this shit.
Tell I give an attempt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody care. The worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck I 